Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Chem Life, where we have chemistry in every story. This is the podcast, the show that never dumps Pinterest boldness. Hosted by me, Farha. And me, Awani. Hey Awani, how is it going? Okay, Raya is coming here. My baju is all sorted. Hopefully, we are all doing okay too. After all the filling up assignments, let's tune in to our podcast. This is where we get to know the answers to any mystery with science. I'm having a lot of butterfly in my stomach, but super duper excited today because this is our first podcast. So we have three special guests who are really creative, funny, and brilliant. From the PhD with the name Kimium. First, let us invite our first guest, Hadija, aka Dija. What's up, Dija? What have you been up to these days? Hi, hi, Pa. Uh, hi. So, <laughs> I've been great these days. So, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> so glad that we are together here to to make our very first podcast. Yay! Woo. <laughs> okay, hi guys. Sorry for the glitch. Okay, next we have Amza here. Amza, how are you doing? Um, as far as I know, you're staying on campus, right? So, any plans of returning back to Negeri Sembilan for a year? Hi, Wani. Uh, yes, I currently uh, in the campus and I will write at the content. And I will not back to my hometown. Oh, why? Because um, my mother asked me to stay here. <laughs> okay, well. I hope you having you'd have a good year back um at Guantan with all your friends. Next we have Adriana. My well, fun fact, Adriana is actually my roommate back in Guantan before this pandemic happened. So it's been a while, right, Adriana? <laughs> How are you doing right now? Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh is it clear? Yeah. Yep. Alright. Hi, hi Awani. Hi, my roommate. <laughs> So, um, hi, I'm Adriana from Team Marketing PHK. Alright, seems like everyone are well and really excited. Let's go back during my first year. Um, I beat my batch and maybe your batch to handling PCC with confusion because we don't know what is going on and what PCC actually. So, but what I remember the most is PHT. To be honest, it's really awesome and the packaging is really cute. Actually, what made you guys think to pop up with the idea to create the PHT? Uh, so, to answer your question, actually, we didn't, we didn't up, came up with the, the idea, but we were recruited by, the, by our lecturer, which, which are Dr. Iman Aminuddin and Dr. Azaymar Razali from the Department of Chemistry. So uh, there are seven, seven total chemistry students from the batch 171 and also 181. And then we are divided into three groups, which are designing, designing team, marketing team, and also experiment team. And you are the designer? I am from, yes, I am from designing team. I'm wow. from experiment team. And also Adriana from marketing team. Wow, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I do have a question. How did you guys make the PH kit? Because it's you guys made it yourself, right? There's no there's no big manufacturing companies 
doing it for you? Uh, I think this question is for Adriana to answer. So, um, first off, we came up to with a brilliant idea to place the the yam powder, which is the pH the main component which we identify to to analyze the pH of all solutions around us. So basically, this idea came out with the yam powder used to analyze each pH of any solution, and we package it in a small capsule only, rather than a small plastic. So I think uh, for me, it looks more attractive towards kids, and also it is quite convenient for one-time use. So um, this, uh, so the kids just have to take a single capsule, since it is one-time use, and dissolve it in water, and along with addition of any other solutions such as shampoo, cleaners, detergents, and any other stuff that you can find it in your house. So this will give an opportunity, opportunity towards the kids itself to discover what is science and what are the pH of all of the things um, all around us. So it's a good thing for them to explore science more. Uh, sorry, so your target market is towards the kids. Am I right? Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, exactly. But it can be, uh, it, it can be anyone, such as some, even, even teenagers itself. They want to know what are the pH of their cleansers. You know how cleansers affect our skins also. If if it's too ugly, uh, if it's too acidic, it can yeah affect our skin as well. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's why um our main target is for kids, but we we are open to any age who want to test any pH on any products. So yeah, that's basically our main object objective. Okay, I agree with Adriana because I do buy the PhD and give it to my younger sister as a birthday present. And she asked me how it works. But I'm really bad in terms of explaining. So maybe you can explain how actually the PhD works and what makes the color change. Maybe uh, Dija can answer. Alright, uh, so uh, for our, our product, which is Perfidem, uh, that's the name of our PH kit. The, the name is Perfidem because uh, PH, the first PH of the, of the name means PH and, and the color is purple, so Perfidem. So, okay, in that, in that product, there will be one pack of 20 purple yam powder capsule, one measuring cup, and six pieces of pipe and vial. So, uh, to prepare the PH solution, the kid can open the capsule and pour the content into the measuring cup and just add water. And then that's how the pH solution is prepared. So uh, to test the pH solution of any substances in, in the house, for example, our house sister wants to test the pH of their dish soap. She can add some, some drops of dish soap into the vial and just drop some water salt, some pH solution uh, into the vial and just give it a little shake. Then the color of the, the purple color of the pH solution will turn into a greenish shade because um, because sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Dita. Um, there's a bit of a glitch in, in your mic. Yeah, oh, there's, oh yeah. Can you? Okay, can you, can you hear me now, Dita? Wow, such a beautiful voice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's better. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, so how pH solution can change color. So basically, in, in the papayan powder, there is this, this one substance named flavonoid. So flavonoid is actually a compound that gives that give our color in some plants. Uh, for example, plants that have the color of red, blue, or purple. For example, purple yam, purple cabbage, and also butterfly pea. So the reason the reason we can observe uh, purple color in this in this plant is because of the conjugation of the of of anthocyanin. When anthocyanin is react is reacting with other substance with different acidity, the conjugation of the anthocyanin will change, uh, which results in different color appearance. So that's how our pH solution works. Wow. May I add something? Yeah, of course. Okay, so uh, like we just said, Farha wants to try dish soap. So dish mm -hmm. soap, as you might know, or you guys might not, do, do not know, so it's actually an alkali. So we just put the purple yam powder along with a dissol a dissolution with water, and then add the dish soap, it will turn into blue color. Like if it's turn to yellowish, it is acidic. So that's how we determine the alkali, the pH of the solution. Okay, thank you Adriana for that input. Um, by the way, I noticed that you always mention solution, a liquid phase. So what if I want to test out solid objects, like say a banana, I mean it's solid, right? Can I test it on, can I use the pH scale to test it? Or do I have to Wash it first. Maybe this question, Anza, can you answer? Yes. For your question, Wani, you said that you want to try maybe a banana in form of solid to test uh, their pH, right? During the lab, we already test the liquid and the solid, but we must uh, make sure that the substance is dissolved well in the solution of the propagand solution. And so, that means if you, you want to test the pH of any solid substance, you must test it to the liquid first. Because when it is in the liquid, and then it will dissolve well at the PM. At that time, you can see clearly uh, the changes of the color that indicate what pH of it. So you cannot take any solid substance to test, to use the pH kit. But you must dissolve it first into the liquid form, and then you can use uh, for detection of the pH. Is that answer your question, Wani? Yeah, of course. Well, thank you for that. Well, how about corrosive substance, like a very concentrated sodium hydroxide? Would it, okay. would it corrode any, any ions in the propayam? No, because during uh, the lab, we already test very acidic solution and a very alkaline solution. But it will show the pH, uh, like for example, if acidic, it will show one referring to the color and the alkali like sodium hydroxide will show 14. So any substance that has the high, highest alkali or acidic will not, will not disturb the pH kit that we use. So it's okay to test it. See, so it, it's very good for you because it means that your pH kit is very stable. So I guess that's a good marketing point to put next time. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we try to banana, acidic solution so and because we only be 
once, right? So I tried to destroy my mom's toilet by cleaning the toilet bowls using Coca-Cola. Really? I bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you watch this. But surprisingly, but, it worked uh, really well. Yeah. So what actually make it possible? What actually makes it possible? So basically, Coca-Cola is an acidic solution. And due to its low pH, just like Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Sprite, Fanta, the average pH is 3.4, which is quite a low pH, right? So due to this um, low pH, it is one of the major contributions towards the cleaning properties of the solution, which is the Coca-Cola itself. So for the science behind how does Coca-Cola cleaning the toilet bowl, it basically lies on their acidic properties. In Coca-Cola, there are three different types of acid, which are carbonic acid, phosphoric acid, and citric acid. So these three acids are the main components that will disrupt these things in the toilet bowl. And it is similar to any other cleanser as well. Cleanser as in toilet cleanser. <laughs> toilet cleanser and most of it are acidic in pH. So that's why Coca-Cola is quite similar to toilet cleanser. So that's why it works on your toilet bowl, on cleaning your <laughs> toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I will destroy another toilet. <laughs> By using Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not. It's right. Yeah. If, if I replace Coca-Cola with other bicarbonate drinks such as Sprite and Fanta, like you said, mm-hmm. does it work the same as Coca-Cola? Yes, it works the same because all of them have an average pH of just like I mentioned before, average pH of 3.4. So all of them works the same. Yeah. Wow. And so I can save my money. Yeah, true, but um, it's a good option, but I would say I would not recommend it due to some other factors, yeah, <laughs> because you have other cheaper options, it's, um, it's a good option, and it gives, um, you know, um, the smell of the coca is quite good, right, it gives, mm-hmm. it gives off good fragrance, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it would be awkward for you to drink Coca-Cola next time after you use it cleaning the bowl. I will start drinking Coca-Cola for five years. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's why you don't use Coca-Cola to clean your toilet bowl. How can you live with a Coca-Cola? Maybe. Although, yeah, although it gives the same cleaning properties, but then it's not a good option. You have any, bad, any other better options, but if you have um, your cleaner, cleanser, uh, toilet cleanser, or anything, you, maybe you can opt to cook. So that's okay. Can I use Coca-Cola in other, you know, like uh, plants or, you know, any other things? Uh, sorry? Sorry? Like, can plants? I use Coca-Cola oh. in flowers or yeah. You know, fun fact actually, Coca-Cola does not only functions to quench artists, but it can also remove rust from metals and make flowers last longer. So mm. isn't it interesting? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. So guys, especially men, if you want to give a flower, maybe you can try put it in Coca-Cola to make it survive up until seven days. And yeah, go true. with you a flavor. 
Yes, true. Because because you know what? As you know, carbonated drinks have high amount of sugar, right? So actually, the sugar itself is the biggest component that makes the flower last longer. So guys, take note. I'm <laughs> glad <laughs> take note. <laughs> okay, about quick question, Pa. Yeah. After you use Coca-Cola, did the cook leave some stain on your toilet bowl? Uh, I don't really remember because it like when I was from one, I guess. <laughs> so I don't really remember. Well, but it's really clean. Yeah. Okay. Well, next question. Um, actually, during this PKP, I tried to to practice some imitation. So let's see if I can. If I can do some 1940s imitation. Okay. <clears throat> Go, Ani. Oh no! Wow, that's a lot! You know my grandma? Yeah, my grandma. She lives on the jails. She lives below the jails. I tried to grow some, but they turn up pink. As pink as if they're lingers. I know I did it wrong. I mean, I know they like feed. I wanted them. I give them all my love. Why did I turn up pink? Great job, Hengi. Great job. It's a good imitation. Top year. Top year acting class. Top year. Congrats. Okay. So, back to the question. So, how, why actually does best why, why actually does Betty's flower turn pink instead of blue? Okay, I think uh, I will answer your question only about Hadragia, right? Hadragia? Yep. Okay, basically, uh, we must know that what component gives the color to the plant? You know, right, Emily, what's the component in the plant that gives, you, gives the color? Green is for chlorophyll, and what else? Uh, basically, it depends on the pigment. The chlorophyll is from the pigment. And it seems to the anthocyanin. So basically, the color of the hydrogel is affected by the anthocyanin they have in the plant, where the anthocyanin is a natural pigment, which is found in plant organs, such as the fruit, flowers, leaves that responsible it gives to the variety type of color, such as pink, red, purple, and blue. And for the hydrogel, it is a very unique plant where for example, if the plant hydrogia is, you know, tanam at the acidic soil, it will give you a blue color. But if you put in the soil that is in alkali, it will give you a red color. Because actually, uh, when you say about the acidic soil and the alkali soil, it doesn't mean that the the pH of the soil that gives a color, but it's uh, actually depends on the aluminum ion that conceive in the soil. You understand? It depends on the aluminum ion that present in the soil. Okay? For example, if the color is blue, that means that the aluminum ion is have a reaction with the sulfide. I mean sulfide ion give the aluminum sulfate, if I'm not mistaken, and it will give the blue color. But for the red, actually it, it can, the gardener can make it become alkali by adding some calcium carbonate which is in alkali. So basically the pH of the the pH of the soil is not the major component effect the color of the hydrogen the plant but it's the aluminum ion present in the soil. 
did you get what I tried to say to you, Amani? Yeah, I see. So, let me see if I get this right. So, if there's more aluminium ions, the sound will be more towards alkaline. Is that what you mean? Basically, aluminium ion is naturally present uh, in the acidic, in the acidic type of soil. So basically, our display hydrogen is more to the blue color, not red. Okay. Uh, I see. So that is soil is alkali then. Okay. Thank you, Abza, for your answer. Wow, interesting. Um. So I would like to ask Deja, do you like to eat maggi or noodles? Um, I prefer I prefer instant noodles than me. Yeah, the apa? mi kuning. Yeah, I don't like mi kuning yeah. because of the oh, chalky same. taste. Yeah, I cannot same. even telan. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you might um found or going to the restaurant and see the noodles have a different colors or kind of noodles. So the innovation of coloring noodles happens in today. So. It is because of the pH changes between the ingredient or other things. Is it true or, you know, what your opinion about that? Uh, I think I think the name of this no this this trend noodles trend is unicorn noodles. So I think there's one way in preparing this color changing noodles. Maybe they soak the noodles in solution that contain anthocyanin. Like the plants that I mentioned before, butterfly pea, purple cabbage, or purple yam. When they soak in, so anthocyanin will attach to the noodles. So when they cook, let's say you want to cook fried noodles, with, but you add some vinegar. Uh, so there will be color changings there. Maybe you can add baking powder or baking soda in the noodles, but cool in the safe, in the safe mind, we'll cook their noodles with baking soda. <laughs> So, do you like to try the noodle with the colors? Mm, I'm not sure because nasi kerabu, the nasi kerabu cooked by using butterfly pea and the yeah. color is blue. I, it took me years to, to get ready to, to prepare myself to eat blue, blue rice. I'm not sure if I can eat noodles, blue noodles. Oh my god. I think, I think, it, would, I think it would be good for, to be adventurous because if not, I think you will lose, you know, you tertinggal some of nimat dunia. <laughs> so, so try it while you can. I mean, uh, unless you die from it, but I don't think, yeah. Maybe we can, we all can try it later. When PKP is Mubang. over, uh, Mubang, we can, we can gather, have a gathering and eat that noodles. <laughs> yeah, let's, that's, um, it's a bit. <laughs> Okay, so I think we've talked about half an hour question. So now, right, for us to end it here. Yeah, what? Sorry. <laughs> Is it alright for us to end it here since we already asked questions and we've already passed the 30 minutes mark? Um, no. I think I'm okay with the pH. I think we can do another slot. Yeah, another yeah. slot. Yeah, because I I like our discussion. It's very, it's very, it's, very, it's a very dynamic. Yeah, it's very dynamic. Yes. Um, uh, discussion. 
And chemistry is around so, that, you know? <laughs> so it's... Yeah. Uh, it's so, let's make a part two. <laughs> yes, yeah. let's make a part two. Maybe we can discuss the question from the audience in part two. Oh, yeah. is, it, is it okay for you guys to be here? Yes, absolutely. Alright, <laughs> so that is for the question for today. Thank you, Dija, Amza, and also Adriana for the good sharing. So before we end, did you guys have anything to say to the viewer? Or maybe you want to promote your social media account, you can do it now. Let's first hear from Amza, one and only bug here. Uh, I just want to encourage maybe a first year and second year a chemistry student to take part in the chemistry program because it will give you a very a lot of knowledge and experience to deal about the chemistry because like Adriana said, chemistry is, is around us and maybe in your first year you heard that chemistry is the nature of science, right? So be active and join all the Department of Chemistry program and of course Join all the SES program. Thank you. Ooh, thank you. So what about you, Dija? Do you have any anything to share before uh, we end? Maybe maybe I hope in, in future if our department department will come up with new invention invention innovation new products. I cannot even English. Uh, I hope more students will participate in the producing producing process. Try it out, try join because this will not only help in your start point, but also helps your thinking skill, your EQ, and maybe in future you can add this experience in your CV, curriculability for your job application, especially internship application. So yeah, come on juniors. Yes, to add, it will also increase your social skills. Just like, um, I, actually, I am an introvert person. So by joining this PHK team, I get to interact with a lot of people and get to deal with a lot of people by joining our team. So it's a good thing. So you guys have to try any, any programs that are available out there. Not only chemistry. It can be other, other programs as well. So, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because, you know, join what you can. Because during this PKP, you can join anything. And you're basically being a potato during this PKP. So, when you go back to campus, join, join whatever program as long as you can. Yeah, sure. Calling for my friends and engineer out there. Okay, thank you again, guys, and also thank you, Awani, for being my partner today. For the viewer, if you have any question or maybe you have a suggestion for the next topic for us, please send it with the hashtag CAMLIVE. And Hello. let us know on our Instagram or YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys.